what it is, is it, it's an opportunity for a power grab. And we can see that right now with the centralist bankers. We can see that now with the American, you know, um, corporation. We can see that now with the Commonwealth. They're seeing this as a an opportunity to push through the Great Reset, the vaccination nation, as, uh, as Greg Hunt said a few weeks ago in his press conference. We can also see that there's a lot of deception around the science and, and, and the measurements up with the data. There is no data. There is no data to say that we've had 100,000 deaths here in Australia. There's actually no data outside of the UN and the FDA to say there was 100,000 deaths in America. And that might offend someone today because they'll go, but hang on, my elderly 93-year-old grandmother died from COVID. <clears throat> Mate, we are back. And you are listening to Australia's podcast, The 5-8 Take, All Facts, no fiction. I hope you enjoyed that little snippet. There's a lot more to come. Before we get into the episode, I want to say happy birthday to this guest as he came to the studio on his birthday to record. So happy birthday, mate. And thank you so much for giving us a little bit of your time during your special day. Really appreciate it. Guys, uh, please subscribe. I'll wait. You subscribe. Okay? All right, we're going to play this little game. I'll wait here and you subscribe. Hey, Google, have you subscribed? Have you subscribed? Have you subscribed to the 5-8 take? Hey, Google, have you subscribed to the 5-8 take? I can see your lights on. Like, what do you mean? Like, you're listening to me right now. Just tell me. Be honest. We can be honest with each other. Listen. Listen here, babe. Have you subscribed to the 5-8 take? Something went wrong. Try again in a few seconds. You're going to do me like that, eh? I thought we were friends. I thought we were friends. My next guest is a photographer who's passionate about standing up for justice and liberty. That is in his own words. Enjoy this episode. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's how we're starting. That's how we're starting. Uh, Drake, pleasure, my bro. How you been and uh, how you, how'd you find us, mate? And uh, you're a photographer for uh, the Freedom Movement. I am. And I love that shirt, first of all. Thank you. What does it say for all the viewers that may not know? Uh, COVID is a scam. Got that right. And, um, for, and it's at rising and, uh, what does that say? It is an Instagram page by the name of rising lioness. Give them a check out guys. They're doing an awesome job. It's just a mama bear and a papa bear up in Queensland is fighting for the same cause here. So yeah. Yes. Uh, it's, do you know who else had that shirt? Who's just been banned? Do you know from Melbourne? 
<laughs> is it Thanos? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Thanos. Shout out if you're listening, bro. I, I heard, I heard, yeah, I heard he his whole store got taken down. How, how does that happen? Did you hear about that or not? No, it's news to me. I'm, I'm keeping pretty, you know, close on the ground with what's going on in New South Wales at the moment. That's keeping me well busy. Yeah, no, nah, so he had, um, I think he, he before the March 20th, uh, March, <laughs> March 20th, March, uh, that's a great month to have a March, I must say. Uh, for that March, he, he was releasing COVID is a scam shirts and on an online store and even that online store got taken down. It wasn't even on social media or anything. It was like he, his own e-commerce like store. And they took him down. It was, uh, yeah, insane. How'd you get into photography, mate? Let's start there. I think that's a good place to start. And then we'll move on to all the activism and what you're doing now and the show that you now have launched and uh, um, your support for the freedom movement. But before we get there, how did you start in photography? What, what drove you to that? So my father, who I'm not really in contact with anymore, gave me his uh, trusted Canon, you know, bottom of the range DSLR. And one day I was looking in the papers and the and the OK magazines and the tabloids of the celebrities of the day. And I thought, I could take a photo like that. <laughs> so I just started rocking up to Westfields, you know, Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, whole bunch of after parties, fashion palette that were running and, and a whole bunch of stuff that Peter Morrissey was doing at the time. And it just got me in the door. I met Charlotte Dawson, God rest her soul. She's now, you know, six feet under. And it was a real, you know, harsh mental mental health battle. And trolls can do this stuff online, guys. You really got to like guard your heart and be careful not to take everything too personally. <laughs> Um, mm. and I, I got broken in, if you want to call it that, and even mm. ended up going on the set of Australia Celebrity Apprentice when, uh, oh, when David Hasselhoff was here just prior to him proposing on the Harbour Bridge. So there was a, it was a cool little gateway for me to, you know, make a few hundred bob and also just pursue something that I really love, which is just telling stories of real people. And even in the celebrity front, actually talking to them off camera as people before treating mm. them like uh, as a fan, I treated them like a friend and I've carried that kind of, you know, that vision and, and that attitude all, all my life. And I think that that's why I've been so successful and so approachable. And now I'm finding myself in uh, a very different uh, front, um, particularly with boots on the ground here in, uh, in Sydney with a whole bunch of our protests. So, yeah. Who was the, like your favorite celebrity that you took a shot? Like what's your favorite shot that you've taken of a celebrity? Probably David Hasselhoff when he was at um, Seven Sunrise Studio here in Sydney and Martin Place when I had a really, really big pimple. <laughs> Wait, what? I had to do a bit of a pause there for a second just to emphasize that it was a really big pimple. One that your girlfriend would probably want to squeeze and leave a pretty gnarly yeah, scar up. Girls right? love squeezing yes. pimples, eh? Why, why is that? Like, I don't know, dude. I would be sitting there watching like watching a movie and yeah. she'll just come up and start pinching like <laughs> and they love back pimples. Like back <laughs> pimples so is good. like wow. what girls love. Hand off, you know, my body, my choice. We <laughs> I'm gonna make a sign every time she comes near me. Hand off my body, <laughs> my, my choice. choice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I fucking love that. So Hasselhoff was your favorite celebrity to take a photo of. He was, he was. 
Why the Hoff? Did you like him beforehand? Like, were you a fan of the Hoff? Oh before? man, I was a closet Baywatch fan. And yeah. this, was, this wasn't because of, you know, Pamela Anderson and her big assets. This was just <laughs> the, the beach upbringing, being a Cronulla boy with Mama Bear, you know, um, in my in my early teens. I oh, think, were you um, a Cronulla boy? I was exposed to the 2230 life, so. Ah, mm. sick. And, and you mentioned, uh, actually, can you talk about the whole Kim Kardashian stuff or not? I can talk about the Kim Kardashian stuff. What did you want to know? Oh yeah, I love I love that. Be fucking specific. So you took a photo of her and you it got posted all over the shop, but you received no royalties, nothing from it. And what happened exactly? So ACP, OK, and all the other conglomerates of, I suppose, Fairfax went ahead with some photos that a freelancer by the name of Drake had sent off. And uh, I get a call from my mum and my auntie one day and they go, hang on, that's your photo. We saw that on your Facebook page. What? I hope you've been reimbursed for that, mate. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't. And trust me, I'm chasing it up now. <laughs> and I went on to, to Darren from Big Pictures, who's, you know, a thinks he's amazing with his crazy-ass punk hairdo. Who's you know? that? Who's that? So he shoots the Royals uh, exclusively ah. in the UK currently. Right. And um, he took me under his wing because I, I seemed to have the gab and he, he wanted to kind of like, you know, rear me into line and um, and get, I suppose, get some cheap labour out of me in the in the process. So I, I kind of chased him, chased an email with those guys down at Pimon in their office and said, guys, not cool. Like, I know I'm the new kid on the block and uh, I don't really have a big leg to stand on, but I will say this. I know I'm worth something. And uh, if you're not going to pay me, I'm out. I'm walking out. So I walked out, made quite a scene. But what they didn't know is that I kept a whole bunch of contacts. So I was able to keep my foot widely in the door and um, ended up partying with all the boys in, in the city on the weekends, doing a, mm. an after party with, um, with, with uh, what's his name? Yeah. John Ibrahim and um, a lot of those like Cole, Cole hey, and Johnny o and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Johnny if he's listening. Yeah. And the last time he came say hi was uh, when I was working at Dr. Boom. So, yeah. Yeah, that family's been through a little bit. Um, big crime family in Sydney, isn't it? Um, oh, look, he's, he's, a, he's a businessman. He's a business I, I don't like to say crime. Yeah, crime no, 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 I'm let's saying... Let's not assume what the media's calling. Them. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going from. I'm yeah. going from the media standpoint of him. It's actually the Golden Mile was one of uh, the... <laughs> Ironically, it was one of the that and the Bra Boys movie was what was one of the catalysts to get me actually out to Sydney. It's weird, weird thing. I was in Perth and then I saw those two things and then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to move to Sydney. It sounds like there's fucking chaos happening there and I want to be amongst the chaos. So yeah, it got me, it got me out here. And um, so You've been here the whole your whole time, yeah, your whole life. I have. Have you ever seen anything like what's happened last year and what's going on now in terms of the like the perceived eeriness of the city, but to me, I've gone to the city. I don't feel like it's eerie at all. But how it's been presented by Sydney Morning Herald and other, you know, mainstream outlets is that everyone in the city, you can't go in a city, you got to stay away, you got to stay indoors, no one's going out. Like 
Everyone is out, motherfuckers. I don't know what you guys are on about. I think on Monday, everything is... Uh, cut, uh, you're allowed to do everything again That's on right. Monday, yeah? That's right. On Monday, Lord Gladys, along with the New South Wales government, are... Removing the mask restrictions. That's right. Mask restrictions on all public transport will no longer be mandatory. And do you feel that that is because we're coming to winter? I believe like any flu or cold virus, coronavirus, uh, as you look at the dead old pack at home, they've recently removed it, which is very sneaky, but obviously intentional for them to discontinue this narrative of perceived threat and programming and that, that's all this really is guys like i've been in the city this whole year and and year past 2020 and uh, i gotta say to you probably the first week i had a bit of an itch and a, and a bit of a fear attached to you could only because widely i was listening to too much of the mainstream media was saying about a virus yet cases were never going up exponentially for us to even feel that we needed to social distance or qr code or stay home so I don't know about you, but I was loving life. I would never have to line up for a cup of coffee here in George Street. I'd never have to wait for a bus because, I mean, a lot of the public transport was down for a while. It was just a beautiful, sun-filled day. I was able to just clear my head and and have space. So it's actually like a bit of a blessing in disguise to have this, I guess, this 1.5 metre, you know, rule mm. uh, from the corporation, from the government, um, because it actually gave me a whole bunch of space. What I will say is nobody ended up getting the flu. It's funny that that disappeared as soon as coronavirus came and took pride in place. Yeah, there's in. no more um, influenza in That's right. the That's world, right. That's which right. is which is really weird. So, okay, so from that response, what do you think the coronavirus is and what did you think at the start to what you think it is now? As uh, as Trumpy said in good old fashioned Trump uh, manner. Are you a Trump supporter? Oh, look, I like him. Yeah. I like him. I don't agree with everything he did. I think it was he was mm. pretty harsh in some in some standards in relation to you know immigration and some of those other pretty hardline policies. But if you look at our own border policy here in Oz, we're pretty hardline too, particularly under the Peter Dutton run system. Yeah, Biden just took up one of his border policies the other day. He's bringing it back. So that's. A bit hilarious, but anyway. Besides the Yanks, fuck them. Let's let's uh, let them focus over there, and let's focus over here. So, when you thought, and uh, at the start of 2020, when you heard about the coronavirus, to right now, what has been your journey as to what it is? All right. So you know, we all become awakened and 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 access this freedom of being a sovereign being gradual steps and my first step was oh it's just a china virus you know it's a china virus as uh, as trump said and a whole bunch of other you know people over there and um it does come from china it does but it's never been isolated and it's like hang on a sec so if a virus hasn't been isolated how do we stop the spread if it's not spreading and it's like hang on you put two and two together and spend half an hour 45 minutes researching away from the main hold on hold on realize. hold on hold on hold on let's slow down a bit slow down say that again for me if a virus hasn't been isolated how do we know it's spreading doesn't if you isolate a virus doesn't that stop the spreading but if it's never been isolated, as in like the virus strain itself, which was supposedly came from a bat in a wet market in Wuhan, that was yeah. the, the original narrative that um, CCP obviously denying. And I actually support what they're saying. It didn't come from a wet market. 
the mm. UN and a lot of other, you know, elites that are you know, behind this whole parody, this this performance, you know, this staged performance is because that's that's what this is. If you mm. if you look deeper, and I don't want to go into too much tangents, I, I don't want to give away too much. I'd yeah, like yeah, you yeah. to actually go and do the independent research yourself because yeah. what I say today, take it with a grain of salt, take it offensively, take it totally in like that's entirely up to the person but what i will say is uh can you repeat the question again so <laughs> so the from the start of 2020 to right now what did you think it was and what is your understanding of what the coronavirus is right now so you believe that this there is no way that this is spreading the way that they're spreading mm -hmm. because it has never been isolated. Mm -hmm. That's that's where you got to, which I'm sorry for interrupting, but yeah. So where do you think it was and what do you think it is right now? If it's not a virus that is spreading around, what is it? What it is, is it, it's an opportunity for a power grab. And we can see that right now with the centralist bankers. We can see that now with the American, you know, um, corporation. We can see that now with the Commonwealth. They're seeing this as a an opportunity to push through the Great Reset, the vaccination nation, as, uh, as Greg Hunt said a few weeks ago in his press conference. We can also see that there's a lot of deception around the science and, and, and the measurements up with the data. There is no data. There is no data to say that we've had 100,000 deaths here in Australia. There's actually no data outside of the UN and the FDA to say there was 100,000 deaths in America. And that might offend someone today because they go, but hang on, my elderly 93-year-old grandmother died from COVID. Are you saying that she didn't die from COVID? Absolutely. I'm saying she died from a very unfortunate pneumonial kind of based flu called influenza. Mm. And my grandmother died from influenza too. This hits a nerve. And I'm sure it hits one for you today too, that Viruses are very, very real things and they can be avoided, but we can't always control because we're not God. And I realized that there was a new strand of virus. I'm not saying COVID is a hoax completely. Hear my heart. When I say COVID is a scam, I'm saying the narrative and the understanding and the interpretation of COVID that you've fought to believe for this time of compliance is a scam. And uh, that's how I feel about it. No, that's that's fair. That's that's a fair assessment of what's going on because it's insane the the level the level of media is and the level of no one knows and the level of such a trying to say certainty when everyone's saying they don't know is is a bit it, it, you get like I don't know, I laugh at it. I laugh at it personally. Um so you mentioned uh, God in there as well. So you're you're a Christian. Uh, you've been a Christian for a while, or I have. Yeah. Thanks so much for asking. So my faith is a big part of my identity now, and uh, it's been a gradual journey. It's been one that's been pretty rough in the guts, but um, with people's grace and God's above all, um, I've been able to really just come out of my shell and 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 just be be myself and be empowered accordingly with um, with what the scriptures teach. And I, I want to revert to something just quickly. Um, I don't know if your viewers are widely Christian, but even people that aren't and, and maybe on the fence today, I just think like for the times we're in right now, guys, it's so paramount to read the book of Revelation. It, it is a pretty crazy twisted, you know, like vibe going on in there about like judgment day and about people coming out and like with two heads and, you know, horns in their heads and stuff. But if you look at that and, and look at the bigger picture, this is a plague. Is that God's judgment? Well, I'll let you interpret that. But I really believe that at the moment, as a Christian, I've got nothing to be afraid of and neither do you because we 
don't realize it. A lot of people behind the scenes are praying and covering this this nation in prayer right now. And I really truly believe that that's why we've we've stopped the spread. We've stopped the spread of misinformation. Number one, but number two, we've also stopped the spread of fear. And um, yeah, so just go out there, go get it, follow your dreams. That's what me and this awesome guy here, Five to Way, are doing today. You know, and and when we're, we're nobody special, we're not trying to like say that we know everything there is to know out there. But knowledge is power, and there's so much of it available right now. All you have to do is open up your laptop to discover a world within. Uh, I yeah, that was that is Book of Revelations is a very powerful book. Mm. It's um it's yeah it's I need to get back uh, and uh, read the Bible again. I only did it when a lot when I was younger and going to church here and there, you don't read the entire thing, you, but you do practice it each, each by step and step and step. Why is like Christianity been risen again? Have you seen that or maybe you're in it right now? You don't see it, but you see a lot of people now getting back to their faith yeah. and it, um, pushing faith mm, mm. to everyone else. What do you feel that is? Do you feel that is the climate that we're in oh, or is absolutely. the realization that people are having right now? Absolutely. People are just like feeling like they're just, they're, they're so independent to the rest of the world and what's going on around them that it becomes quite lonely, quite isolative. And having a church, a community, an open, you know, building or, or house to somebody where you can sit down and have a meal and a glass of wine and just share stories and struggles. I think like it's so rare a commodity that people will often go, well, what's in it for you? And it's like, mm. but with the church, nothing's in it for us. It's just, you know, we we want the best for that human being. We want the best for, for your for your life here on earth, however long or, or short that may be. And if we can just get you a kickstart into the right direction of like some good values some good morals and a good compass to run your life by, mm. hopefully you'll be a good dad or mum from that. Hopefully you'll be yeah. a, good, a, a good partner, husband or, or wife to your next... You know, um, you know your next um, next of kin, your <laughs> your, uh, your your def- your your relationship. You know, because yeah. what we what we forget is that the cities can be a very cold and and removed place. Number one, from emotion, but also number two, from 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 care, from consideration. And what we're seeing a lot of now is this this bystander effect of like, oh, you're going through that struggle, but don't you dare invite me into your mess. I don't want to be a part of that. At the church, we're an open space and a safe space to just literally bring all our baggage to the door and leave it out there. And if we're still carrying it as a brother or a sister, and that's what I consider we all are here universally today, Mm. um, I've got your back. I've got that coffee for you. I've got you covered, you know, and like, Giving a little can go a long way today because a lot of people aren't willing to give anything to begin with. So mm. that's my conviction. Like I've been given so much. So why the hell would I withhold being generous in return? I got an amazing question for you because yeah. when I was talking about uh, Christianity, actually just the other day, a guy goes, but Diogo, uh, why? And I'll finish that in two seconds. Are you religious, mate? Uh, <clears throat> no, I've actually have never asked you that. Uh, have you ever been religious? Have you ever like looked at anything? Yeah, I looked at many things. I got, I got friends and I got family friends who are from different faiths, and I have knowledge of different faiths. But I'm not, I'm not overly religious myself. My parents didn't uh, really raise me to be religious. They asked, me, they always 
uh, choice for me. Mm. Of course, because we come from like a sort of a Hindu sort of background, so we went to like temples and yeah, and a lot of our a lot of our um, festivals are they come out of the the religion, you know. Um, so we would practice that. Yeah, but mum and dad weren't like strict on hey, we gotta go to temple every weekend or we gotta go this that. that. We just we just went there, mm. but. Mm. Um, you won't find that many people like my family though. We're very, very, very liberal because of yeah. who my grandfather was. Right. <clears throat> um, so, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm not, I'm not the type of person to say, I'm not, I'm not the type of person to um, uh, close off religion. I'm, in fact, I've been studying heaps recently in the last few years about Sufism. And, uh, and I guess for me, I'm finding a lot of people resonate to certain religion, whatever speaks to them. Yeah. But I feel a lot of the studies, sorry, a lot of the um, the word that comes out of religion are pretty much the same in most of them. It's just a different way they're telling you. you yeah. Um, I feel like there's a separation between religion and faith as well. Yeah. Um, but that's that's that can be a podcast all on its own. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'd be up for that. And uh, yeah. so I had I had a guy uh, ask me and I had an answer for him. Um, and uh, an answer that I've heard, uh, I'm pretty sure, I don't think I made it up because it, it was too smart for me to make up. Uh, so this guy um, was like, all right, Diogo, so if there's a God – and the God is good, why are people dying? And why do they go, why do they have, why do they do wrong things? Mm. And uh, what's your answer to that? That is such a classic If the God argument. is good. I've yeah. got to say, thank you for asking that today because what your viewers might not realize is that God is not making any of the bad negative horrific stuff happening to his people. Mm. He's allowing it because of free will. And so the cool thing about that is that you have a decision right here in your heart of hearts right now to decide whether what we're sharing right now is factual or what we're sharing right now is conspiracy. Mm. And that's awesome. Like that, that's his, that's his gold class system. And it's one that nobody, nobody, no man, woman or child should ever try to dictate or or coerce others into not proceeding to making their own decision-making process because mm. he is love. God is love, but God is also a free person to choose to follow. He's the one that will be waiting there for you when, say, you know, a loved one lets you down or a friend forgets, you know, my birthday today. Thanks so much for remembering, Diego. <laughs> Happy, well, I was going to say, oh, that hit my mind yeah, yeah. just before. And I was about, after this, I was about to say that. But yeah, well, I'll say it at off camera anyway. So yeah. yeah. So that, so elaborate on the answer a little more. So you, you feel what, sorry? <sighs> yeah, this is, this is quite a, a compelling and deep question yeah and um very much so it's it's great to to do a justice and only share you know a little bit of what i suppose like that 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 gradual process of understanding that wisdom and that conviction for yourself is all about right so for me nobody ever pushed me to going to church or a religious institute i made that decision myself i got an invitation in a scripture class at school yeah and following that, I absolutely knew it was my it was my go to. I knew they were that they were my people, but I didn't know unless I went 
and I took that step of faith. So mm. is it about obedience? Is it about going blind, going in blindly? I think it's a lot of those attributes. But for me, obviously being a Christian now for a good solid 14, 15 years, and a, bi- a big part of that was me actually, you know, facing some time in jail and then coming out of that realizing, okay, decisions landed me in this place. There are good and not so good consequences make it count man go go try and change the world but first change yourself and it's like so i go and i take everything that i hear with a grain of salt and obviously you know the scripture is important to me the bible's really important to me fundamentally but also lived experiences are so underestimated like how much influence they can have like mm. you're sharing something about what you did and then i'm sharing an alternate um message of what i did and we were in the same apartment block for five years. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it's incredible when you hear a person's story for the first time. Yeah. And I wish you didn't bring the jail thing up because I didn't want to ask about it. But the an- the answer that I got given was uh, so you picture people uh, in a ship and you've been – the ship is coming up to heaven, right? And the ship is coming and everyone is essentially being sent down. Now, your free will that you have, right? So God isn't doing these bad things to people. You're already going like since the whole Adam and Eve situation yeah, that happened. Situation. I don't know if you can even place it in that frame of uh English. <laughs> um, so um, they, after that, everyone has already been uh, sent to a bliss. So then the ship, it's your free will to hop on that ship That's right. and go out. It's not necessarily yeah. the good God just killing everyone. It's right. everyone Absolutely. was already on the, the path to... Destruction. Exactly. Internal, internal and personal destruction i call it a void we, we can call it hell if you want to look at it more theologically but for some people that might be a very uncomfortable confrontation to 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 call it that so why don't i kind of try and break it down a little bit so it's a little bit more simplified for you the viewer at home today um it's just a place of like darkness and you want to know something i'm, I, I'm an open book on most things so you know what? i appreciate you trying to like be sensitive around the whole jail topic but it is my lived experience and i'm not ashamed of it anymore mm. you know the last few weeks even here we go there's a real personal you know, input about my life personally right yeah. i had this revelation that i no longer had to be ashamed of who i used to be yeah and that who i am Yesterday does not define who I am today or tomorrow. Yeah. And see, God looks at us like that and he cancels out all wrongs and all wrongdoings. And if people can look at the enemy like that and people can look, wow, there's a bit of sputter going on there. Sorry, guys. Um, if people can look at other people that may be different to them, look different to them, sound different to them, act different to them, believe in different things to them that fundamentally make them your enemy, you could still love them at the end of every day. Man, that's a good day. And that is a day that I believe God shines on and he has his favor on and he covers up in his security and his protection. Mm. Enough said about that. You know, like I chose to jump off that ship. You call it the Titanic. You know, the, the, the water was rising, so to speak. The floods were rising. And I decided to go against the grain. And mm. I decided to, 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 to go on my own. And um, for me, that might be very different to what, your experience looks like right now where you're about to make a pretty drastic decision that could benefit or could lessen, you know, someone's quality on life. So 
just get your heart in check. If you're about to do something and it's selfish and it's undercutting someone else, like say in the marketplace, for instance, honesty goes such a long way, man. Mm. Like I would rather lose two clients that were dishonest and brought heat with them than gain one client and make half of what I made, but make it integrally, you know? And yeah. so it's just a bit of a, a provoking thought to go away with today, guys. And with, sorry, did you have? I was just going to ask. Um, so just, because I'm just learning it from what you're, what you're saying is that, um, uh, so do you believe in, uh, I'm not sure if it goes in tandem with uh, the, the Christian theology uh, about uh, everything happens for a reason. Is that, do you believe that? Is that, is that how you work as well? Or how, is, that, is that how Christian people work as well? Yeah, look, um, some people may disagree uh, with my black and white kind of outlook on this particularity, but mm. I believe that he makes everything happen for his good purpose in the end, but it might not look like that for the next 5, 10, 25 years. And then if you just stay with him on the race, mm. eventually things will work together for his good again. So I lost my house or I lost a, a son, God forbid, you know, something really tragic and tangible happens for the person. I can still see good in that. I can mm. still see out of the, out of the, what you think is a curse and what is a horrible manifestation of, 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 of a decision that you may have made before in the life before. I love that if you just trust him, something good will come out of it and other people see the authenticity of that as well that you that you didn't give up that you didn't throw the towel in and what better seg- segue right now than coming to protests and standing mm. in you know 30 mils of torrential rain last weekend with doris and other people you know that really just there under like because nobody else can do this right now but us and it's an individual has such a power and energy and vibration within them that I believe God's given them that, 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 you know, this alternate being in, in the universe has given them that is nothing like the person next to you, friend. Like you have so much power. You have more power than a corporation. You have more power than the police officer. And I'm not saying defund police, not at all. What I'm saying is challenge the current situation and do it in a way where other people, not just yourself, are going to benefit. And you've just launched your show, yes, uh, Drake Live, the Drake Podcast Live Show, to be precise. Yes, good enough. Yes. <laughs> so, what's what's the show about? So, why did you why did you feel like you wanted to launch the show and yeah. speak to people? Yeah, yeah. And what do you, what direction are you taking on it? Full disclaimer, no one was paid today to give this presentation at Drake Postal's live show. Yeah, and all the I was. Go over to Drake Photography 2021. <laughs> Authorised by the Commonwealth Government, Canberra. Canberra. Well, it always goes back to my hometown. Yeah. 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 I, a little bird told me that you were from Canberra, actually. Yeah, I'm from Canberra, yeah. Oh, I feel for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, well, that's, like a, that's a separate country. Mate, mate. you're like, actually trespassing. On, Do you have a visa? You have motherfucker? no permission to be here, Yeah. Bro. <laughs> it's like the Kiwis right now. We can talk about what's going on over there later. But yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for asking. So the reason why is like as a fellow creative out there, yep. I, I dabble with a lot of stuff. I do a bit of video work. I do a bit of script writing and I do a lot of photography a lot of the time, right?
right? Yeah. But something was missing, the creative process. I felt like there was filter. I felt like there was too much censorship going on around us and seeing everyone be deplatformed in such a, you know, an, an egregious way. I just felt that I needed an outlet. I needed my online journal. I needed people to come and be on that journey with me. Mm. So I started a podcast. And as I was saying on the way here in the yeah. car, I'm using an NT USB. Hands down, it looks so fugly, but the process of it after after production and stuff, it's actually pretty decent. Mm. And nobody's noticed the difference from maybe what you've posted mm. with your roadcaster and, and the mm. likes and my my NT USB. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And what do you who's who would you want to have as a guest? Who would be your dream guest? I know you're at the starting stages of yeah. everything, and you like we all start somewhere. Who would be your dream guest? I reckon you're pretty up there with uh, with with my dream guest, bro. But um, hey, also I appreciate that. Five to eight. Come I on, appreciate get on the, that. Get on the breakfast show. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But second to that, I'd probably say um, it'd be awesome to obviously because I am a faithful Christian. It'd be awesome to have like some local pastors of churches on, some people that are doing some awesome stuff for the community, um, particularly like the homeless population. Um, and the forgotten, you know, the, the forgotten people out there that do countless amounts of research to just make this platform available to us freely. Like we don't realize that, you know, Diego, myself, we, we don't do this without your help at home. And um, this is not always about money. Don't don't get don't get my intentions wrong Fucking today. Oath. But we want to keep this thing rolling in a time of big tech censorship. And um Hands down, man. Like, Diego, you're doing a great thing, bro. And um, I've been following it. your journey for a short amount of time. And i got yeah. to say, you are legit, bro. Appreciate so. it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. And we, we're, what can we do now? So we're getting into 2021. You've got the COVID is a scam shirt on. COVID is a scam shirts in Melbourne have now been, you know, the store got shut down. Fanos' store got shut down over there. Yeah. You can't even sell a shirt anymore. And what do you feel is the future for 2022? Where are we going to be at? Are these green passports going to come through? Are you? Are we all going to get vaccinated? And by the way, a report came out the other day that it's between 50 to 150,000 Australians, worst case scenario, 150,000 Australians, will die, right, from COVID. 2019 was Australia's worst flu hit season and year. And we had 310,000 people die. That's more than double the worst case scenario that they've predicted for coronavirus. So I don't really get it. Why aren't people... There's a large amount of people that have obviously woken up. There's millions around the world. I mean, I don't think in history we've ever had March 20th happen. Where yeah. in, the, in the window of 24 hours, millions around the world protested. And in Italy, police put their stuff down. They started like helping the protesters. In France, they've got a whole police unit that said you know what, I know you guys pay for us, but we're for the people, so we're going to support them. And then in Melbourne, uh, during the protest, they handcuffed a guy and um, 
the protesters got around and then they let the guy go. They un- arbitrary arrest. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Uncuffed yep. him and yep. let him go. So it seems like the police are now coming around. But I feel like, yeah. So this is this is a really good good point to 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 bat off what you were just saying, Diego. Really yeah, great. So the flu cases dropped so significantly in 2019, 2020, and so did the death the death cases as well. So I was having a look at some data the other day. Um, I think it was from Sweden and even in the US. And there's actually been an increase of population. So there's been more babies born than people dead. And why is that? Because the boomers, really? the boomers are on their way out. We knew that they were on their way out a little while ago and God rest their souls, they're probably gone to a better place. If you think about it right now, the, the conditions are so arduous and so hardcore and so isolative. Would you, would, would you like, w- what would stop you? What would stop you just dying peacefully right now rather than having to put on with this fight, you know, and, and, you know, there's young whippersnappers like myself and Diego fighting on your behalf and we love you. Don't, don't get us wrong. But man, we would not need, we would not, okay. I, I don't mean to go into tangents, but we would not need to make all vaccination manufacturers exempt if this was such a safe and effective vaccine, would we? Like you got to think mm. about that. And where has the flu gone? Surprise, surprise. The flu never went anywhere. It's still here. You can wipe down and sanitize your hands and, and benches of trains all you like, but that ain't going to kill something that dies a few minutes on surfaces anyway. Mm. Like it, it's an invisible threat. And an invisible threat, just like asymptomatic, is not an actual thing. It is a healthy it is a healthy person, it is a healthy subject. And mm. this is what I've come to the realization of is that like for the last two years, being asthmatic and, you know, in the high risk category, being told that I could now get the vaccine, pfft, dream on buddy. I've had a look at my health from the last two years and prior to when I was like going to hospital and always panicking about not being able to breathe properly. You have a look at some of the stuff that AstraZeneca is putting in the vaccine, but look at what they're putting in all of our over-the-counter medicines now. Mm. It's the same garbage. It's 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 placebo. It's not stuff that actually treats us. It just contains something. And as soon as we stop taking it, we may as well just drop dead, right? It's made us it's made us so reliant on pharmaceuticals that we can't live without them. But if we didn't have them in the first place, man, our immune system would be thriving right now and we wouldn't even have to worry about you know green COVID passports as he said to be able to check in that we've we've been vaccinated it's a vaccination nation you know we wouldn't need to do that because the logic and the science would support what the people uh, are actually experiencing Mm. which is a good life it's sunshine it's freedom it's autonomy it's decision making it's mm. you know what i mean like the good old days of what are the good old days diego do you think we'll ever go back to those days mm. uh, can i just say real quick about the uh, medicine stuff i think i, I just had a conversation today with uh, a, a mate of mine because i'm trying to get myself a little bit better as well um two years ago um sorry what do you mean you're trying to get yourself a little bit better uh, I, i've had I've had stomach issues and, and ah, okay. some health issues the last year and a half, two yeah. years. Mm-hmm. But th- three years ago, 2019, early 2019, I took some antibiotics. And I haven't ha- taken antibiotics since I was like 19. So wow. like 10 years, whatever, 11 years. Yeah. Um, and um, since then, um, I've developed um, issues with my stomach. Uh, I've had a lot of uh, anxiety issues, ex- and especially after I got off antibiotics. Two weeks later... My stomach changed, 
and now I can't uh, digest uh, lactose properly. But wow. and um, prior to that, I was healthy. I was like had no issues with any any no issues with any food. Um, and then you took medication and it got uh, worse. Yeah, so I, t- I took antibiotics because I had uh, bronchitis. So right. they gave me medicine as they gave me antibiotics for bronchitis. Yeah. Now then I looked up later on. You don't need to ha- uh, have right. uh, antibiotics for bronchitis, mm-hmm. but my doctor gave it to me. That's a- an issue with GP that they give yeah, antibiotics anybody. to medical, fucking any yeah, medical yeah. negligence and is one of the biggest killers in Australia yeah. in the world right yeah. now. Yeah. And, they, and they take they take uh, uh, one paint and brush it over every single Absolutely. thing. Absolutely, they pathologize and everything, every yeah. single yeah. thing. And now yeah. all of a sudden, and we're in the same category as everyone else. That's right. So now I'm going back to trying to get my immune system better. Even last year uh, during winter, I got sick with bronchitis again, but I didn't treat it. Anybody, I just do whatever. You know? Yeah, your body thanks you. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah. Now, I wish I wish I had never taken those antibiotics. Has yeah. has changed me. 100%. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Man, it's it, it. So, what have you got here? Got the death. So chart. it's so, a yeah. flu thing. So, what? Run me through this real yeah, quick. Yeah. So uh, the stats here. Uh, this is abc.net.au. Yeah. So this is 2019 flu deaths. Okay, that's this time last year. So um, in March, there was, in 2019, March, there was around 28,000. Influenza deaths. Influenza deaths. I yeah, yeah, just yeah. let you know that. Yeah. So <laughs> it started going up, 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 up. So it got to 200,000, how much? Well, 200,000. Man, I can't read that right. Yeah, 200,000 deaths. So right there, right there, flu deaths, yeah. it being 200,000 and and in 2020 it's gone down. Yeah, yeah, but th- so that's when the epi- that's when the pandemic pandemic was. Yeah, but what is a pandemic? What I'm saying is, uh, <laughs> define the letter. Go, go, go. Yeah. Down. So what I'm saying is that even like in the ABC, it's it's saying that it's over 200,000 deaths, and a report came out just the other day saying worst case scenario is 150,000 coronavirus deaths. So what are we talking about? Wow. Well, guys, why don't I let you be the judge of it at home for 150,000 deaths? Click one in your phone now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we get to a segment that we like to call the digital streets, where we look at the trending topics, news topics, and we give a yay or a yikes to it, whether we agree with it or we don't disagree with it. Oh, sure. well. Whether we disagree with it, <laughs> where we just don't disagree make it with simple. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, just before we get there, where can people find you, follow you, and also use me? What? How? <laughs> what do you think people should be doing at this stage? And first, actually, just say where, where they should find you and follow you and what they're doing. And then I have one last question before we get to the digital streets. Sure. Thanks, guys. So um, shameless plug here today on the air. Um, I can be found at Drake Photography or the Drake Podcast Live Show on YouTube. At the moment, I'm pretty heavily shadow banned for a 
post about Daniel Andrews getting kneecapped by his Chinese minders. But um, you know Wait, what, guys? At the what? end of the day, <laughs> Wait, what? free speech, no, you can't, baby. You can't go free over. Speech. You can't. I can't just let that one go over. What do you I mean? Would, I right suspect there. that this would be the case, Diego. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you What, what do you mean? To- he didn't do such a bang on job of the Belt and Road Project initiative, so they had to give him some rough justice. So a slip on a wet step one day lands him in ICU. It does not add up at all. People do not slip like that. What's what, what like percentage wise? How many people would be put in a coma from slipping over? You might be, you know, put in a coma from a from a one punch from a coward punch. But <laughs> this is uh, again very political. Uh, so I'll tread lightly, but. Yeah, I, I truly believe that that might have been the case. As soon as I put Daniel Andrews was was punched or Daniel Andrews was kneecapped, as I said so yeah. formingly, um, within a few minutes, um, YouTube said that I'd been banned for 48 days and all this. And But, hey, what about your record? 47 years, I believe, on <laughs> Facebook. Is that right, Diego? <laughs> yeah, bro. Facebook has banned me for 47 fucking years. What did I say? They said, um, what did they say? Let me pull it up here and before whilst i'm pulling this up there's daddy dan and his pandemic response in melbourne did you know someone uh did a forensics of that photo of him in the hospital and then it was a 2017 photo i believe i did i saw that on australians versus the agenda big shout out to the boys and girls tuning in in melbourne and their remarkable job that they're doing on the ground um and give australians versus the agenda a follow yeah. because there are heightened you know, fears that they're going to be de- deplatformed pretty look soon. Those, uh, look at those yeah. ears. He might be a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. <laughs> <laughs> so Facebook said, you may have, first of all, may. You may. That's like, what? You may have used Facebook in a way that our system considers, our systems consider unusual. <laughs> unusual. Okay. Even if you didn't mean to. Like, listen to that English, bro. What the fuck is that English? You may have used our, like, Facebook in a way that our systems consider unusual, even if you didn't mean to. It's all about relativism of the, the days we're in, right? Like, it, it's not a male or a female, it's a chair or a, or a trumpet. Like, what do you identify as? Well, we identify that you may have. Possibly, but we're not entirely sure. We have no fucking idea. Guideline, so we're just going <laughs> to kick you off for half of your life here on Earth. And um, hopefully by then Mark Zuckerberg will be very, very grey and senile and forget that he had a little tiff with you to begin with. Or we'll just continue to create fake profiles and, you know, um, different <laughs> pseudonyms to access a free platform like Facebook. But how many of you know that Facebook and a lot of these you know, mainstream things like Twitter are on their way out well and truly. Like I believe that this year has been a year of enlightening. Like people have realized, man, you're not going to like just remove parlor off of, off, off, off me in five minutes. And then you're going to remove, you know, rebel news in five minutes later from that. And then like Robert Robert Kennedy Jr. Getting kicked off. Like this is insane, man. This is insane. We were funding you guys with all the advertising and the clickbait and all these things that we were talking about. As controversial as they may have been, we're your friend here. We're not the enemy. We Mm. we, we just wanted to use your frigging, like your 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 source, your your platform, you know? Man, you're going to end up losing so much shares from this. I'm telling you, like Twitter's already down. Oh, they have. They Twitter's lost 34 down. billion. Yeah, there you go. Was it worth it, guys? Was it worth crying over spilt milk? Yeah. 
You can post again in 17,457 days. I feel like I'm reading the Bible right now. It's like he was 4,757 days. <laughs> and then God took him to be in heaven with him in the eternal realm. You know, like, it's like, what? Are these guys, like, they're paid. It's like a PR company is paid to tell a story. And the story keeps changing. And that's where you have to ask yourself, is journalism right now covering COVID-19 a response to an ideology or is it journalism? Mm, that's I think powerful. you know the answer to that. I think you do. Mm. You know? uh, just on that topic, I know you're going to get to it. I know you're going to get yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, but, no, but go just, ahead. Uh, last year when the pandemic started. I have, actually, I have one question. Facebook, I want to know, actually, Mark, specifically, mate. <laughs> I want to know what fucking post. You don't even tell me what post that has given me a double life sentence. What? 47 years, mate. Like, get a grip of yourself. Get your hairline back. We're dangerous, aren't we, us free thinkers, Zook? Mm. Eh? <laughs> yeah, so last year when the COVID thing started, people started blaming China, yada, 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 you know, and then they started going on about the Chinese... Um, uh, the, uh, the the media and and the Western media and and I had a huge uh, sort of debate and argument with some of my family friends about it and we're talking about um, uh, the Chinese media um, it's, it's not free media right mm. but I don't know what that means free media now that's right because they're so, all paid off by you know the biggest punter aren't they yeah so like mm. in the Western Western world. Um, each media company or firm, whatever, mm. has a political backing, whether it be labor or liberal or mm. conservative backings. Mm, mm, oh, sorry, uh, conservative or liberal backing, right? So, same thing in China is different. If that's the case, I've never been to China. All I can know is from things I read is that they don't, uh, they don't have a free media, right? Mm -hmm. It's. I don't think it's any difference between our. Western media where that runs yeah, and where they run. Absolutely. So you they can't this whole thing they say, Oh, you can't you can't um believe everything what Chinese media say. Well, we can't believe everything what Western media say. That's right. me at the end of the day, BS it's a media well. cartel That's that true. the politicians will will give strict guidelines to stick by and if they don't stick by them, it's like they'll arbitrarily, you know, confiscate, you know, their 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 reach or they'll they'll censor, you know, a lot of the reporters quite, you know, you know, unfairly and biasly as we're seeing. And I mean, how much of that is, is, is brought out of that whole culture of um, social credit system we're seeing in China right now? Like it's very close. It's like, we'll, we'll give you a demerit and we won't let you travel five kilometers out of the area. Like it's almost like we've already like hyper speed, you know, to every other country and state around us. And we're already in that social credit system. It's just a light version, but then Go back to it. We can't even go five kilometers out of our area a year ago at this time last year in March. I remember spending my birthday at home. Talk about tragic. Mm. And now look at it now, a year later. Oh, but the virus is just, you know, it's okay. There's only two cases in hotel quarantine, guys. It's all good. The mask will be off on Monday. And you can dance in nightclubs as normal. But I don't know about you, but on New Year's Eve, I was dancing. Yeah. Everyone was fucking yeah, dancing. Your compliance is violence that that that's the way i see it you know it's a bit of a mash of the lefties words but your wait, compliance is violence wait hold on hold on hold on uh, i want to get into digital streets but you just that was a big sentence to fucking put out there man 
Your compliance is violence. That's right. Elaborate on that. I can't let that just hang there. Think of the way the Vic police currently treating peaceful protesters, peaceful assembly. Oh, you mean you mean police? Not just police. So, no, I'm yeah, not that's what I mean. I mean, I mean, I mean, in terms of people who wear masks, you're yeah, saying that yeah. their compliance yes. is violence. Yes, absolutely. okay. Elaborate on that specifically. They are pushing for this simulated third wave or whatever you want to call this lockdown. I call it a pandemic, and I'm not afraid to say it the way it is. Right? Yeah. There's just no, there's no proof that COVID spreads in the air. So why are you wearing a mask? And in fact, why are you wearing a mask that's coated with the very thing that created birth deformities in the 40s, 50s, and 60s? Yes, I'm talking about formaldehyde. It's a plastic coating. A lot of the blue surgical masks, not the PPE, but those blue surgical masks that a lot of people just bring in, chuck in their pocket during a press conference, take out, put on the floor, as we saw with Dr. Kerry Chant in good old doctor form. And see, this is the thing. Let's go back to the media. They only cover what they want to cover, but they miss a very big portion of what was actually happening. So in relation to this year and last year, how people were afraid to leave their home and be in the city in Pitt Street, Mm. I wasn't and I saw a very different picture. It was Mm. business as always. Yeah, Things were open at that point. I mean, there were a few things closed like cinemas and I don't even think I want to go to a cinema again. If you realize how like this whole you know, sit 1.5 metres away from one another kind of thing has been like implemented, it's never probably going to go away. Nah, I want to go to a cinema, bro. I like cinemas. You go to a cinema? Yeah, I like cinemas, right, lad. On, on one golden condition, You know Diego, those big ones? Like you there's ones sit, that... You need to sit together. You need to... Yeah, you need no, to, 100%. You need to trend the untrendable, the unthinkable, the illegal almost. No, yeah. you know those big chairs that you sit next to yeah, each other yeah. in event cinemas and and then you just kick back and then you like watch it with some fucking uh, like, like popcorn Lux, gold, and shit. gold class? No, not gold class. You can get like um just under gold class. You can still get those seats. Gold classes where like waiters come in like that's some bougie shit that's out of my fucking oh, realm yeah, I, ain't in, I, ain't like, in, I ain't into slavery and let me just put, pull back to like, <laughs> well, what we're doing. I ain't into slavery you may not be right. consciously un, you know competent of this and correct me if I'm wrong but unconsciously uh, no I'm correcting on, you I'm not into slavery uh, unconsciously <laughs> you're putting a mask on yeah do you know what we were starting to see a massive increase in this time of the pandemic. Mm. There was a lot of child trafficking cases. Yeah. There was a lot of children that were told to wear masks and to shut up. Literally, that was a way to muzzle them from hailing attention or asking for help if they didn't feel comfortable for whatever reason. And if you look at the child defense in America run by Robert Kennedy Jr., who's, as I said, recently been deplatformed, and a lot of other amazing movements like A21 here in Australia and a lot of other awesome, you know, Save the Children Foundations, there is an incredible, there's an incredible, um, like, revelation that I've had in this time of the pandemic. Child trafficking is the real pandemic. And if you see one of my shirts that I wore recently, that was a real statement blower. You would understand what, that a lot of people agree about that mm. because there's so many little girls that have gone missing this year. It's insane. Like think about a milk carton. I don't mean to go into tangents, but then again, I think this is important to do a justice right now, what I'm saying. Look at all the milk cartons that say missing and all this kind of thing. Look at all the you know different codes that they use on the internet about furniture and prices and then have a look at how much a, a, a person would cost to, to, to buy for sexual sexual business as always. It's a very close link. It's a very close link. Yeah, I had um, 
uh, Diamond Dale on a uh, couple couple episodes ago, and he he's talking about the uh, ninety year suppression order on um, yeah about the a lot of high ranks in Parliament being part of pedophilia and so on and so forth. Absolutely. So we had him on. He's he's amazing, man. I, I love Dale. He's he's a legend, absolute legend. And he spoke at uh, in Melbourne. Absolutely killed it, mate. Um, love you, bro. Yeah, love, yeah. love the speech. Played it back plenty of times. Yeah, he's a legend. So, yeah, we had him on uh, a couple of episodes ago, and he he opened my eyes a lot to uh, that side of things. I feel like I've gone in this weird like route of things. I didn't think I'd be here. And I'm happy to have conversations with awesome, unique individuals like yourself, like Dale, like Doris, like Joe. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Joe's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gym on Monday. So if you guys want to go to Save the World uh, Dojo, uh, I'll be there on Monday training with him because I've got an ADCC comp coming in two weeks. Um, But, yeah, I, I wasn't aware of all of that and it's a whole it's really shocking it's a red pill and you can't swallow it all at once it's pretty overwhelming hey it's dude it is so overwhelming like the the coronavirus i think common sense can really tell you that and um it but all the that other aspects of things it's it's so gross and disgusting to like comprehend it all is yeah it's it's really really tough and it, people don't understand that you get criticized for asking about this stuff and people i understand that people don't want to get involved and everything like that because you know you're a coward for lack of better terms if you don't want to fucking help children but it's i also understand that some people just don't want to even conceptualize that to be a existence sure. in this world sure and um yeah i i'm going to have dial on in the future of oh, a 1000% but yeah it's just something that i i don't know man i didn't really like even I'm getting criticized for just sitting down and speaking with people, which blows my mind. You can't even have a civil conversation with people, whether you agree, disagree, whatever the fuck. These days you can't. And it, yeah, it, it absolutely blows my mind. I went on a tangent there, boys. No, you know I'm what? I'm sorry. I it's, think that I brought I'm that sorry. in the room. You can blame it on me, baby. <laughs> uh, no, that's great. Because like... Uh, what because you said this, I'm gonna say this now that yeah. um when Joe came on and Dale came on and you're on, I don't completely agree with any of them with everything. But um I sat here and just learned a few things and 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 that's what we can do. Just learn stuff whenever we can and 
and make our decisions, you know? Yeah. Um, even when we had uh, Doris on last weekend, you know, there's a lot of things I didn't agree, some things I agree, you know, like that's how you get to decisions and, and answers and truths rather than just uh, shunning people off all the time. Yeah, rather than creating, um, what did they call it? Um, when your news feed is just telling you exactly what you want to hear and it's group, just... Groupthink is such a prevalent problem in society right now mm. because then we immediately remove... Mm being able to to judge accordingly and 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 if something doesn't sit well in your gut mm. you have that gut instinct that something doesn't like look in place that's a pretty good indicator that either someone's lying to you and you're picking up something quite intuitively yeah or there's more to the picture and it's a world outside window like you can go and explore that for yourself you can go and pick the brains of people that might be para opposite to you and you know what i respect is that we don't agree eye to eye on everything i can already tell that mm. i'm an outspoken very very loud christian mm. and mm. i tell people that they're going to hell on a daily basis but mm. i do it out of a way because i love them and i mm. want their destination to be where i'm going mm. and that's my only reason that i say what mm. i say i don't mm. say it to deliberately insult offend or hurt mm. but the world is hurting right now and we've got to try better to I guess be sensitive, but be real at the same time and be willing to let people into our world because trust is a scary thing. I, I don't know about you. I've been single for a while and mm. there's obvious reasons to like, well, this third wave feminism on the uprising and everything going on with Brittany Higgins and, and everything in Canberra. <laughs> um, I say this lightly, but I also say it because I am pro woman, but I'm definitely not a feminist. And and people go, hang on. So you, you support abortion, you support this. And I'm like, we can talk about this another time, but the reason why I don't support certain things is because I don't think you realize when you're staring down the barrel of a shotgun that life is so freaking fickle and it can end in a heartbeat that that's why I've got that fight in me. That's why Dale has that fight in him. That's why Doris has that fight in her and Joe, because we have seen an ugly truth to this world and it is a dark echelon out there depending on how high you climb and how much information you go and read. But just take care of yourself and always think about other people too because they are people before they're a politician, before they're a police officer, before they're a doctor. They're just doing their job and we've got to have grace for them even if we don't agree eye to eye, like I said. So thank you for having an open mind. Thank you for letting me come on and kind of share my two cents. Mm. Um, I, I'd love to return the favor sometime. I'd love to actually have you on my show um, mm. because you're an intriguing character and I'm already really, really mm. fascinated. Yeah, and, bruh. <laughs> and interested, um, not just on the facial features, but just on your world, you know, your your, your world, world experience, your lived mm. experience. Well, that's yeah. one of the reasons I started my podcast, which uh, – uh, Diogo runs it. But but one of the reasons is because of this whole thing. I think there's a bit of a disconnect because I, I I'm in the creative industry and the creative world and and I get creative people to come on and talk to them about things and their experiences, and and I want people to learn through other people's experiences. And I feel like in the creative industry, everyone follows one people, even if they don't agree. But you know what? I got to dress this way so I get picked for mm. certain roles or mm. uh, so I'm in the safe ground and I don't get picked on, I don't lose something, you know. Um, everyone agrees with everything. Everyone's agreeable all the time in, mm. in that I feel in that industry and I think it's... That's not you. That's not me yeah. and it's not incorrect because we're missing a few things mm. um, 
But I'm sure we'll talk about this later on. Yeah, sure, on podcast, yeah. And I like to say, I don't own it. I just produce it. Like, I'm not some <laughs> dictator here. As <laughs> yeah, we go sorry, back sorry, to sorry, fucking sorry, sorry. dictatorships. <laughs> like, yeah. I know I'm a Taurus. <laughs> but back to um, the your your what you said about uh, feminism and equality. Yeah, I, I fully agree with you. Mm-hmm. And whoever believes in, like, equality of opportunity, we're all about. All about. Yep. If you are advocating for equality of outcome, that's just fucking impossible. Yep. Absolutely impossible. Um, so with that said, let's get into digital streets. Awesome. You may want to do the cross before we start this because <laughs> you may lead to different I ain't places. Catholic. So, like that. I like that. That was a good answer. <laughs> we'll go to yours, your first one right here. All right. What do we got, bro? First up. Can you see a problem? Yep. New South Wales Premier urges people to get vaccinated despite heavy flooding. All right. So, New South Wales Premier, <laughs> go down, go down. Let's re- oh, sorry. Do you have OBS on record? Yes, I do. All right, awesome. All right, let's go down a little bit. Oh, it's just a video. Yeah, it, so won't, it won't, the whole article, like when we were talking, it was gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it got wiped whilst we're talking. New South Wales uh, Premier Gladys Berejiklian has urged people to come forward to receive the COVID-19 vaccination despite having flooding across the states. <laughs> Is this a yay or a yikes for you? As Gladys says, uh, shock horror, Mr. Speaker. <laughs> i got to say, guys, if they're literally getting to the point that they are so desperate for us to trust them and walk over the line that they're even going and getting this vaccine experiment... And then they're seeing the adverse reactions, including cellulitis, like we saw a few weeks ago with the disgraced deputy health minister. I got to say, where's the line? Are they going to start giving them to him in bloody pubs and clubs in rural New South Wales, Queensland and Victoria and tell you to go and administer them at your own will? But quickly, you must sign a form so we're not, so we're not liable. Like, is that how important getting vaccinated is over saving property and lives that's that's what fucking blows my mind of this is that hey your your there's floods coming your house is underwater your car's underwater like your whole property and existence is underwater you're trying to survive you're about to die but can't get fucking vaccinated (laughs) (laughs) bro what just before you die make sure you're fucking vaccinated what dude that makes no sense to me and apparently the way out of you know this dilemma is that Krispy Kreme are offering free donuts every day for those who show a vaccination proof ID card do you know what I loved? I love that other gym. Uh, what? Uh, yes. I want to shout them, them out. They are awesome. So they're based in the US of A. They're awesome. Who so they've they? said they? anybody that does not get vaccinated, yeah. we're going to give them a free membership. And that is amazing. I'll put their link in the description. Don't they've worry about searching them. they got some pretty dope shirts so, as well, I believe. Yeah, because it's amazing because on the uh, – 
<laughs> professional fucking media end and big corporation end. They're like, get vaccinated and you get free donuts. And we're talking about health. Mm. And then on the non-vaccinated side, you've got a gym saying, don't get vaccinated. Come work out and get all this like free stuff. Come and you'll be able fit. to come get yeah. healthy. Come, come get healthy. Come try get an fit. alternative way of like having heart disease and other things that you might find <laughs> later on in life are a bit of a dilemma for you. You know, like seriously, this whole time, isn't it ironic, capital I, that no health minister, no government representative, no health department, namely the nurses or doctors, you know, association or midwifery clinic association or APRA ever said to anybody, here's a way to get healthy. Here's a way to half influenza. Here's a way to, you know, avo- like actually stop the spread of like, heart disease and cancer and all these other things that you know at the end of the day food play a big part in contributing to these causes yeah it's all self-harm if you think about it it's 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 self-inflicted sorry not self-harm but it's self-inflicted all we're worrying about is a vaccine to be the you know the the heaven sent solution the, the the bloody silver bullet then you are going to be widely disappointed friends this is not a one fit this is not a one size fits all. Yeah, we we had on in our digital streets the last episode the president of Pakistan he mm-hmm. he, he got the vaccine and then oh. a week later he um he got what what did he get? He he got he, the test. He got a test and then he got then he became, and then he got positive um after the vaccine a few days like <laughs> yeah. Just poked myself in the eye on live air guys. That's a bit of a parody for later. <laughs> no. wow. That's that's good. You good? You right, man? I'm good. I think I just popped a pimple. Oh, all right. Fucking slick with it. Like, just went like that. Nice. Uh, This is a yikes from me, bro. This is a yikes. Yeah. Yeah, you're yikesing it. I'm yikesing it. All right, what else we got, bro? Give us a take two. Scott. All right, so... Wow. Scott Morrison invokes biblical teaching and miscriticism. Go down. So, um... Prime Minister Scott Morrison has told Ray Hadley he's prepared to take responsibilities for his failures in dealing with Parliament's toxic culture. A 10 News investigator exposed the male staffers filming and sharing videos of themselves engaged in solo sex acts in female Parliament's office. It was like two days ago. Three days yeah. Ago. yeah Mr. Morrison told Ray, I quote, a great act of disgusting disrespect, end quote, was perpetrated against the chief whip. A, quote, good friend, unquote, of the prime minister. So he explained that he doesn't want to start a war between the genders. And I quote, we are all Australians. Getting back to dot, 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 basic moral principles is what he wants. Government can't solve all these issues, he says. That's a god. That's pretty bad. And he also says, blokes don't get it right all the time. We all know that. But what matters is that we are desperately trying to go fuck yourself. Don't say blokes and put us all in your fucking shit. That's what pisses me off about these cunts. Take responsibility for your own mates, right? <laughs> Don't say blokes like the whole fucking Australian male population you fuck with. 
And then he goes on to say, Australians don't want to make this a whole identity issue. Love yeah, one another. That's what the Marxists want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Love one another. It was a pretty good rule. It was laid down a long time ago, and it's one that I try and live my life by. I agree with the sentiment, okay, love one Scomo. another, but let I me don't... ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Scomo, invoking yeah. biblical teaching amidst all this pedo and toxic male culture. You're actually perfect yeah, to respond to this, actually. It, that's it, that's it, good. Okay. If we're loving one another, <laughs> hang on a coming afterwards. if we're loving one another, does that mean ordering more vaccines than people in Australia and telling them that we'll make it as mandatory as possible? Because I don't know about you, but God gave us free will. He also gave us free will to hate things, Jeez. but love the person. Shots fired. I like that. That's a big... Yikes, you are not eh? God. You are not God. You are nothing close to him, buddy. And I want to tell you something else. The government cannot fix, number one, a health issue or a, a, an identity issue because it comes down to the individual person hating men. She needs to forgive herself to then manifest in much more positive outlook on life and the other gender. And let me be very, very clear, unapologetically, there is either male or female. And I am not just one male being put in that one box fits all category i'm not toxic and i don't know about diego but i don't believe that anyone in this studio today currently is toxic so thanks for speaking on my behalf but i might take one out of the feminist handbook and say stop your mansplaining buddy (laughs) (laughs) hey don't start that please (laughs) (laughs) all right that's a yikes from me yeah Yikes. That's a yikes from me. Yeah, that's that's a yikes as well, bruh. All right, what else we got, okay, my brother? So you got to follow off from that, so All right. might, might as well. <laughs> the Daily Iowan. Opinion. This is opinion piece. Why not all men is damaging to the fight against sexual violence. Conversations about violence against women often turn into conversations about men's feelings. Hashtag and it not all men. isn't helping anyone, according to Catherine Raver. So I go down a little bit. On March 3rd, Sarah Everard went missing in London. She did everything we are told to. She wasn't out too late. She wore bright clothes and she talked on the phone while she was walking. Her body was found a week later. Yet, instead of railing to uh, confront... Confront? Confront. Oh, sorry. Confront. (laughs) Sorry, English my second language, all right? The problem to all provide support, men came out in massive waving, not all men banner. Okay, this is another virtue signaling effort. I'll just finish I'll finish this one. Yeah. One in every three women has experienced sexual violence in their lifetime, according to the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. Center of Disease Control and Prevention is uh, run by Fauci. CDC. Yeah. Uh, according to Rayin, uh, I don't know what organization that is, only five out of every 1,000 perpetrators of sexual violence will be convicted. So why does the conversation so often focus on absolving men rather than making the world a safer place for women? I'll let you go first. What do you have to say to Catherine regarding this in particular? 
can I just say on behalf of all men, I'm so sorry if you have been done wrong by or if you've been fraught and afraid to walk home alone at night. That should never be mm. a woman's world in mm. 21st century, particularly in Australia and the US of A. But sadly, you know, people fall short of perfection and people do have some pretty sick and twisted agendas underneath their makeup and and you know we we can't always judge unless there's proof to to judge and um i just want to say i'm not you know demeriting or devaluing your lived experience but what i can say is that this whole hashtag not all men puts us all in one category as rapists like we we, we're not we are not Mm. about virtue signaling we actually want to see reform we want to see change we want to see a continuance consistency of of um people putting in the action rather than a whole bunch of echo chamber because Mm. that's what i'm seeing right now is too much talk not enough action Mm. i agree with that i agree with that I, i agree with that too as well and like uh, you have a partner and and yeah i do and um we all have uh, you have a sister as well i don't yeah, have a sister do. but i have people three d- just yeah and uh, yeah. we all want them to be feel safe and wherever they're walking around whatever and and i i, I have seen it from my experience uh how females react to a lot of things i'll give a quick, quick example uh, uh, uh two weeks ago i was on a train i got on the train and i was you know, I walk around with a lot of stuff because I don't have a car at the moment, so I just lug everything, right? Mm-hmm. So I got on the train and I had my mask on. Here's the issue with the mask again, right? Oofed. Yeah. So I had the mask on and um, I went to sit down and I must have accidentally hit, um, or it was not, not hit, but I, ha- I was sort of on the other side of the chair and there was a girl sitting there and she probably thought I was looking over the top of her, right? I sat You're down. looking at them titties, look, bro. Look, look, look at Were the, you looking look at, at them at the titties, titties, bro? I do not endorse this. Father, <laughs> <laughs> so forgive me. <laughs> but, but but I was looking at and 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 recently I did my back and as well, so I was like hunching over and shit, right? So um, pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat down and then then she sort of looked and and she got up and sat. Like she got up and walked and sat somewhere else and I was like oh, oh shit and I got my mask on so I couldn't tell her look I'm sorry I apologize and she walked away and then I'm thinking should I walk over right now and apologize because that may even scare her more and then like, you know what don't worry about it uh, she'll get off whatever and then we got we're going she didn't get off and then my stop was coming and then I saw her getting up. I'm like, oh, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> that awkward moment. She's going to think you're following? You're following, following her. Stalker alert. <laughs> so, so I didn't get off. Yeah, I yeah. didn't get off. I didn't want her to feel that someone's stalking her. So Wait, so you missed your stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chivalry is not dead, people. Well, <laughs> chivalry <laughs> is not dead. That's right. That's oh, right. That is an amazing man right <laughs> there. All right. That's off, but, but But I thought, oh, my God females are going through a lot of shit and uh, there's 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 fucking bastard men out there who make females feel that way but that's a minority of men absolutely who are doing this and minorities stick out like dogs balls and unfortunately so the louder voice right now and see this is a thing right if society had the had the i guess the the count like you know the counter the counter culture of thinking if there's more men in my community or in my street, then my daughter or my wife would feel a lot safer because we're not toxic. We're not, 
manifesting, you know, sexual deviancy. We're not yeah. going out of our way to be inappropriate or cross people's boundaries. We're actually yeah. like respecting people's space, but we're also there as protectors. God made us protectors. This is not a sexist thing. This is just a innately beautiful Neanderthal thing. You know, if you want to look at mm. it like that, like this is, this is carnal, this is beautiful. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm one to stand with like people like the proud boys with, um, you know, with chivalry, not so much chauvinism, but, chivalry i think that there's some great things to take from a lot of people today you know today's thinkers and there's a lot of stuff to dispose of at the door and um you know i really appreciate you sharing that story but well can i just encourage men next time you're feeling like you have to you have to cross the road to make a woman feel safe don't give them any reason and a shadow of doubt to feel that you are creeping on them or you're pervert actually show them that there are big brothers systems out there that they actually work and yeah. that the, that that a, a village does actually have a place to to raise to raise a child. It's not actually you know so popular right now to look at it that way, but a village does raise a child better than on your own. I agree. Now, is this this is a tough one? This is when digital streets gets tricky yeah, because yeah. the yay and the yikes can go whichever way. They're crossing wires. So, I think. what yeah. would you say for this one? Look, as I said, they're touching wires a little bit because there are some there are some things that I got out of this article by Catherine Raver on March 25th that I did agree with. Mm. Um, but then there's a lot of stuff where I think, oh, you know, smash the patriarchy, that kind of sentiment. I'm not cool with that. So yeah. I'll give you a half a half thumbs up, half thumbs down. How's that sound? All right. I'm, I'm just going to give you a flat out yikes. Go on. What else we got, bro? <laughs> The last one. This that's, a, that's a lawsuit. <laughs> 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 no, it's not. Oh, hold on, hold on. Click on her. Click on her. Mm. On Catherine? Yeah, click on Catherine. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? The reason why, yeah, there. Oh, there the reason why I'm giving you a yikes is on your opinion. The way that you formed your opinion, I don't like. So let me just check out some other headlines this chick's got. Performing arts in UI. Oh, yeah, she's all about the COVID. UI. She loves it. Yeah. That's her life right now. And the alphabet people. And the LGs. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll still give her a yikes because I like people's <laughs> opinions to be on actual, like, not on sides. I, I hate how opinions these days, it's so far left or so far right. Just fucking tell me the story. Is there a neutral story out there? Surely, I feel like you're pretty close to center with that, bro. And and I would yeah. be too. And I think you, you know, considering you are a bit of a lefty, I also like that you are an open-minded leftist. Mm. So you're not super alt left. Mm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right what else we got bro what else we got oh so this is a bit out of left field this is the last one and yeah. uh, all right uh, uh, i just want to know what you think of it all right come on hit, us, hit me baby here we one go one more time here we go all right trending <laughs> in china oh, baby, baby. manga waste challenge. challenge sparks safety and body shaming concerns okay okay so what the fuck is going on so go up a little bit let me see that chick what is she doing? Is that what it, she, you're meant yeah. to be doing? Okay. Yeah. So what's trending? A fitness campaign called Manga Waste Challenge has burst into China's social media platforms with millions posting photographs of themselves lying stretched at a 90 degree angle. Related to hashtags have been read more than 400 million times by 
Weibo users and have let Weibo is pretty much their WhatsApp, yeah, and have led to heated discussions on body shaming and health issues. What is the story? The challenge is is to prove one's thinness and lengthiness lengthiness through a yoga pose that requires a person to lie with their chest to the floor and place their knees, legs on a chair and behind them. So know? many females uh, uh, social medias have done this over and over over again and it's very popular in China right now and it's a trend. Can you scroll up a little bit and we'll leave it there. Just up, up, up. Oh. Yeah, yeah, leave it uh, down a little bit. So we just get the trend. Wow. All right, so That's do you want else. me to go first or do you want to go first, bro? You go first. All right. If you have that body and that's what you want to do, go for it. You're just laying on a fucking chair doing your yoga pose, mate. If you're big as fuck and you can't do that, I'm sure there's other things you can do. Try and create a trend where other people follow you. Like this is just, it's like, so you're saying that a person with that body that wants to do that position because other people are doing it, you're going to shame them for doing a yoga position because you don't have that body type. That makes no sense to me. What's the real problem here, guys? What's the real, uh, sexism. I think it. I think sexism. I think it comes down to insecurity about your body type. You may be a bit yeah. of a chubby chaser out there, and there's no judgment here, friend. I just want to say that the the, the yeah, B, like BBW women, women and, and, the, and, and the bigger women mm. and, the, and the skinny women. What it, not fat as what fuck, you decide but, you know, to chase. What you spend most of your time with, you will become more like. So if you chase the Krispy Kreme donut, you're probably going to get vaccinated. But if you <laughs> chase this sitting on your ass pose, you know, praying Lotus Mantis, whatever yoga drama <laughs> is going on here, like whatever you do in your own home is your own home. It's your phone after all. So like really guys get a real, real job. Don't be a troll. I'm sure the trolls get paid a fair bit out there from News Corp and, you know, TCA Newswire, but you... You do have a choice to be the bigger person and just shut that mouth sometimes and um, keep your opinion to yourself. Enough, so, enough said. I'm getting a, a, a finger up or what, what it's saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, yay. Yeah, 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 I give it a yay. I think that they have every right to use their, their bottom that way. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, listen, all this shit about fat shaming and that, I got a friend. He was fat as fuck. I shamed him. He got fitter. And he thanked me for it. He was fat as fuck. So it, can be, it can be positive <laughs> criticism. It can be it can be constructive too, right? To say you are a fat boy. Actually, funny story about fat. Fat using the word fat, using that term fat. Yeah, I got shadow banned for thirty eight days on Facebook recently for telling somebody that was telling someone in our movement to go and kill themselves. It was really disgusting. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. And I said, well, you can talk. <laughs> Fatty like that. <laughs> and that is all I said. And as soon as I signed, sealed and delivered it, I got not just a warning, but a lot like complete shutdown mm. of my account. And I'm like, what is this double standard that we're having to face every single day? It is fierce, man. Yeah. Oh, and where, where that comes from is that like, during, if you do get a sickness and you're mm. that obese, man, you're going to die. Yeah. Like it is what it is. Like all oh, cosmopolitan and all of that trying to trying to like say that this is healthy. It's absolutely not fucking healthy. Like no. get a vaccine and get a fucking donut? No. 
and a joint apparently too somewhere in America living living it high. Hey, I don't mind. Uh, mm. well, I don't mind having a joint here and there, right? Probably <laughs> healthier than a lot of stuff on the market, right? Definitely. I don't do definitely. it personally, but you know, each to their own. Well, Adele got hit as she was. She lost weight. No drink. Hey, respect I have to the you, occasional pale ale for a celebration. Uh, oh, I'm not a big drinker. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm not a big drinker either. Right. Well, why'd you just say, do <laughs> that? What are you saying about Adele? I want to hear a little more on this, sir. Adele. Yeah, because when she lost weight, uh, people were giving her shit. Um, of the, oh, her, oh her here, pure, her here she is. She's called, hello? Who, Adele. You could have had nah. it <laughs> rolling in my lot, fat deep. <laughs> yeah, so what'd she do? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, when she lost weight, um, all her purest... Oh, yeah. Um, uh, fans were upset by the that she has lost she and, and changed gorgeous. it. Yeah. Um, and there's a big backlash, you know. What's her? What she look like? Because now? she was like, because because she was, um, <laughs> I guess, a front or oh, not a front. Sorry, one of those people who are big women and saying, "Hey, it's okay to be big." Jenny Craig. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then she lost weight, and the people who are still big, like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! How yeah. dare you be healthy? How yeah. dare you shed some pounds? Yeah, she she was I massive. Mean, she was massive for that uh, for that movement. I think that chick's taken over now for her. Lezo, uh, who's that? Lezo. So I don't know who that is, man. Lezo, not big in my uh, popular culture. Who's Lezo, bro? You know Lezo. I don't know Lezo. Le- type type Lezo in. She's the new like big girl that's like. Gone, uh, she's taken over for um, let's go, just go Lezo US pop music. I'm gonna say something real unpopular while you find that on the old interwebs. So, isn't it interesting how you've got Britney Higgins today, but yesterday it was um, who was that climate activist that was telling uh, everyone, uh, uh, Greta Thunberg, uh, Thunberg, Greta Thunberg. It is an outrage that we are burning CO2 the way we are doing it oh. right now. The world is going to end in five minutes. And then five minutes later, she's like burnt out. The globalists have stopped using her as a little puppet and all the pedophilic, you know, rituals that they do behind closed doors with her, the poor, poor soul. Now they're working on, a, you know, an uprising to, to, to smash the patriarchy again. Like hold, what happened to COVID? What, is there, is, what Bro, happened to COVID? You just said so many things there. I did. I did. Okay. It was a bit of a um, tongue I'm going to just let it go. Yep. 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 Uh, 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 I'm just, is, is she 18 yet? Can we make fun of that little bitch? Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know if she's turned the 1-8, guys. Um, Gretel. 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 Gretel uh, uh, here we go. Is that is that Lizzo? Nah, bro. Uh, I'm looking for Lizzo. Hold on. Look Lizzo. 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 <laughs> to all the LGBT alphabet followers out there, we do apologize for that mishap. We were talking about Lizzo, Lizzo not Lesbo. Lizzo. Yeah. Oh, 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 that is the worst. Man. Shut down. You dickweed. <laughs> this Honest is- fucking mistake. My bad. Oh, man, she's a big girl. Oh, is that her as a young... Yeah, there's that chick. She's quite pretty. I'm not going to... She is. Yeah, she's, she's a beautiful a good, girl. She's got a good style going. She's got a good face. Yeah. I think she she's quite cute. an overweight woman, but you know, like she's started to choice, I guess. No, she started, yeah. um, she's getting shit now as well. Cause she started working out. Oh, she's and shedding so, the pounds. So now, uh, okay. because she started working out, people are like, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, I'm not working out to like, I'm just working out to be healthy. I'm not okay. working out to be I a side be around nine. for my children's graduation. Hello. Yeah. You know, 
And go to that other picture of um, what's her name? She loves the selfies. Adele. So that's Adele. She looks beautiful. Look at she it. She's amazing. Whole new woman. Come I on. tell you what, get me something in between and I'm there. Dude, she lost 22 kilos. Wow. That's no joke. That's a lot of kilos. That's that's commitment. Credit where credit's due, All those due people guys. out there who are giving a shit for, for losing weight. Commitment. What about commitment? That's a... You should be doing it as well. That's I a know. long lost discipline, guys. Yeah, commitment. Look no further, Adele. You can do it. She's doing well. Wow. Jeez. Great, uh, she, apparently she's a man in that photo. That's her trainer. Doing his jiu-jitsu. And then uh, yeah, she, doing, doing she his trans, trainer. That can mean she a lot. She just transitioned over from <laughs> doing his trainer. She transitioned okay. from being a big girl okay. to a beautiful girl to a beautiful man. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Good on her. Yeah, I want, I want, I want the secret there, man. Like, that's oh, amazing. Jesus, He's but I, I just Lord. think, I just think, yes. that, I just think it's, it's. I gotta stop saying Jesus. Is it? Is it I bad? Gonna, is it I'm blasphemous? Gonna, I ain't gonna let you cuss on uh, about my Lord and Savior in all seriousness. But you don't yeah, say yeah, no. But is it? Is it like you know how people have these things of just saying Jesus, like Jesus, like sure. Is is that blasphemous? <sighs> I don't want to sound like so virtuous and holier than now. That's not what I'm about. But because a lot say, of people, it, it is treading. It is treading on thin ice. I'll, I'll say that much. I don't actually know if it's blasphemous yeah. as much as it's just super insulting and is it saying insulting? the Lord's name in vain. I mean, we just don't do it. It's just a textbook no-no that we learn, you know, in, in Sunday school. Mm. You know? So I guess I've just kind of like adapted from that. Yeah. Yeah. I got to learn to stop it's a, it's saying a, it's that. A, it's an honor thing. It's a respect thing too. Yeah, I get it. But yeah. I, there's also, uh, uh, it's almost like conditioning. Sure. It's, it's just like a thing to be like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That, I think she's fucking beautiful. Um, give me something in between and I'll be even happier, but good on you for losing 22 kilos. Um, and if you're a big person out there, look, look, we're, we're all we're dealing all with the fat fighters here in, uh, Diegoville. Yeah. We're, yep. we're, we're, we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, look, bro, I'm, Really glad you came, had to dis- this discussion with so us. So my, it's been an absolute blast today. And again, for my birthday, yeah, what I was a about surprise. to say it again. You keep going ahead of I me. I do. I'm forward, man. I'm get it done. Nah, definitely happy birthday. Um, yeah. and I'm really excited for the show that you're developing. Um, I will put the links in the description for that as well. Now, the question everyone's asking is, do I get a new car from being on your show today, Oprah? Well, uh, we are playing the. I know this is a, this is a new show. Um, if you answer the question right or wrong, you get a free vaccine. Free vaccine. Oh, free vaccine! You shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Diego. It's been a pleasure, and um, all your links will be in the description and. As always, we will see you guys next Tuesday. Peace, love, and unity. Peace, Thank love, you so and much. Light. Thank Drake. you for having me. Drake out.